Hello, everybody. Good morning. Happy Monday. As much as I could say it was a victory or at least a back into the playoffs victory Monday, it is not. But we have our Monday morning quarterback show with Jay Fiedler. How are you, Jay? Uh, I'm doing good today. How are you? Happy I'm New Year. Happy New Year as well, Jay. Thank you very much. I, uh, I'm doing okay. I uh, hope your New Year started off well. But honestly, the future's bright for the Miami Dolphins, and that's really all that matters. We're going to talk on why Tua needs some work, but we do realize the help is on the way. We are going to be an optimistic show, and we're also going to be an appreciative show. And on my end, I want to thank everybody out there for joining Jay and I uh, two days a week, the Monday show, the midweek, all 22. We've had a terrific time. I've had a great time, Jay. I want to thank you. And we're not done. You know, we'll be back, obviously not twice a week, but we'll be back here in the offseason doing some scouting work. I, I believe there's some college prospects out there that the Dolphins will be interested in. So, Jay, before we get into the tape, anything you want to say to the, the listeners out there? Well, yeah, I mean, same thing. You know, I had a lot of fun, uh, you know, covering uh, the Dolphins uh, and, and watching Tua, you know, especially. I know we started the show right after Tua uh, got in there and, and covered him through uh, – uh, you know, much of the season. And, you know, it's been great uh, to be able to watch and analyze and, and see everything that's been going on and see the development uh, that's happening. And, and like you said, see a lot of positives. Uh, there, there are a ton of positives out there. You know, they're a 10 and 16. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they didn't make the playoffs, but they won 10 games this year. Uh, you know, the last time that happened, and I think it was in 2003 with me. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, winning ten, winning ten games and not making the playoffs. Uh, you know, there's a lot of positives that come out of it, but uh, you know, definitely still uh, a sour taste and and a taste that uh, you know you want to be sour going into the uh, into the off season. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, you know both Tua and 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 the rest of the team need to work on. Uh, you know, ton of ton, ton of uh, uh, strength on defense. Uh, you know, tremendous season. Uh, all year long on defense, uh, notwithstanding uh, uh, this weekend's game, yesterday's game against Buffalo. But I think they just ran into a juggernaut team and, uh, you know, probably the hottest team in the NFL right now uh, with the Buffalo Bills and, and what they've been doing over the past few weeks. Uh, you know, and then uh, offensively, there was, you know, signs of, uh, of uh, you know, positive play. And then, you know, they struggled at times. Uh, and there's a lot of things that, you know, I want to talk about, you know, in terms of off-season development that, uh, you know, Tua needs to continue work on. Uh, and I think the first thing, and I'll show you right here on, uh, on this play, is just his pre-snap reads and understanding. And this is rookie, you know, this is, this is stuff that happens, uh, um, you know, with, with any rookie coming into the league. Uh, understanding different defensive schemes, seeing the deep, the, you know, seeing the defensive schemes, understand, understanding your protections, where they are, uh, you know, where you're vulnerable, uh, how you could help yourself, uh, you know, with with, uh, with adjusting your protection. Is that, and that's been a theme, you know, of ours for, uh, you know, for a few weeks now, uh, you know, but now Tua's got a full off season. He could go back in, look at all the film. He could watch, uh, he could study uh, as, as much as he wants. He could get, uh, you know, a few games, uh, you know, on his screen every every day, every week, uh, you know, cover a different team, cover a different scheme, a different offense, uh, a different defense, and, and look at what he needs to, 
uh, you know, continue to see. Uh, so, you know, this is the first play, you know, the uh, first quarter they were driving down. Uh, and they just, uh, they just got the turnover uh, earlier and they were driving down in positive territory. And, uh, you know, it's third and five right here. And Buffalo actually did a, a really good disguise right here. Okay. So they brought down two linebackers over here on the right side of the, uh, of the defense, left side of the offense. Uh, and right now, okay, the center's looking over here. He sees one, two, three in vulnerable position. Okay. So he's directing the offensive line, okay, to slide to these three uh, defenders. Okay. Now you got one, two, three defenders up here, okay, with only two uh, uh, linemen to protect because you're in an empty set. You don't have an extra back in the backfield. Okay, now what does Buffalo do? Okay, they do a great disguise. They end up bringing this linebacker, dropping these two linebackers back to the middle, okay, to look for that quick uh, quick uh, uh, slant, um, you know, uh, against the blitz, okay. This linebacker comes free. Tua didn't see it right away, and, the, and they end up taking a sack. It didn't kill him because they end up kicking the field goal. Okay, but these are, these are things that, you know, he could have, you know, if he's seen it, whether, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have redirected the line pre-snap anyway because of the way, you know, the way they disguised it. They did a really good job, Buffalo did, in disguising that. But you got to know once the protection set to the left side over here, that you got to be hot. You got to have an answer for when this guy comes. Okay, so we'll just fast forward it. Hold on one second. Let me just take the sounds off real quick. Okay, and you can see right now, all right, just right before the snap, this linebacker's coming in. Okay, and they're still, you know, they're still disguising like maybe they're going to be, yeah, you know, uh, uh, coming with everyone. Okay, obviously someone has to peel off for this third receiver up top. Okay, whether they do it with sometimes uh, they could do it with a defensive lineman that just stands up. Okay, it doesn't look like they're doing it here. So one of these backers, whether it's here, here, or here, has got to come off, okay, to, 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 to account for that number three. All right, now what they end up doing, all right, they drop both these linebackers from the weak side back in here. The, the middle linebacker squares up. He ends up really taking Gasicki and man-to-man, -man, okay? If Gasicki would have went out, he would have ran all the way with them. And right, they're man across the board with an extra spy here, okay? So they're really, they're only, um, you know, they're, they're only rushing four, but because they disguised it and because they, the, the protection was set to come to the left, right now they got four offensive linemen on two defenders and one guy right, caught in the middle. Okay, now Hunt was right. He should stay on that guy out here. And this linebacker blitzing, that's Tua's guy. Okay, and Tua's got to see that. He's got to, uh, you know, see that happening. And right now, whether it's right, retreat away from pressure and throw it to the quick out over here uh, to Ford or, okay, look into the pressure and throw a right, quick slant over here to Bowden, uh, to Bowden, uh, you know, because Gasicki gets caught up on the on the on the quick hot, you have that number two slant right behind it, and you'll see it actually from the next camera view, all right, that he does have it if he could just stick his foot in the ground, see it, all right, and uh, and hit Bowden coming right out of his break. 
Okay, so we'll just go forward real quick. Uh, here you go. And right now, okay, uh, you can see Gasicki is uh, caught up with this linebacker. You don't want to throw him right into, in, into pressure here, okay? But if Tua sees this linebacker and can stick his foot in the ground, maybe even take that hit, you know, look at look him straight in the eye, straight in the eye, take that hit, but get rid of it. Uh, you got a, a quick twitch guy, Bowden, who's, you know, making a nice cut uh, on his defender. And right there, okay, you can nail him. Right, it falls out before that linebacker gets here. You can nail him here. Or right, the other, uh, you know, escape route, you know, for Tua is right, you see a free man coming on this side, escape out to the left. You like to get on the run to the left. Okay, and you got a quick out uh, uh, to the boundary on that side. At worst, you throw it away. Right, if this guy peels off and, and you guys covered, you throw it away, but you don't take that sack for nine yards Right, if you could see that on the pre-snap. Now, these are things, you know, again, you know, there's a great disguise by Buffalo. It probably would have gotten a lot of quarterbacks, uh, you know, that, that, that wouldn't have seen it, okay? But you always have to have an answer uh, when you don't, you know, when, when you can't do a pre-snap and, and readjust your, uh, your protection to cover it, okay, you got to know where that hot guy's coming from and be able to have an answer for it. Where you froze it, Jay, it's, you know, you can see Bowden have that, you know, there's not a ton of separation there, but if two is kind of frozen, he's already kind of resorted to the fact of taking that sack. Whereas if you're going to just, you know, let it rip, get a quick throw, maybe it's incomplete pass, maybe it falls a little short, but, uh, you know, like you said, didn't kill him with the field goal, but yes, something to work on. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and again, I mean, you know, these are mistakes that, uh, you know, are, are correctable. These are, are easy mistakes to go in, you know, and, and spend your offseason now, okay, starting to understand defense and starting to, to, to look at disguises, starting to see, all right, Buffalo likes these schemes. These are the things that they do, okay. These are the things that come up, you know, game in and game out for them. And then these are, you know, some of the other uh, schemes that they do, you know, uh, uh, one-off, okay. So the ones that are that, that repeat themselves all the time, those are the ones that you got to start recognizing. Okay, this is a team you're going to play twice a year. Okay, start seeing exactly how they like to attack you, how they like to 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 get after you, and start having an answer for it. Okay, and that's going to come from field from film study throughout the off season. All right, so he's going to have to you know spend the majority of his time with the uh, in league games. Obviously, you got six of your uh, uh, games each year uh, against your league opponents. Uh, but he's also got to start studying ahead uh, for teams that, uh, that are on the schedule next year as well. And there are some difficult games ahead. I mean, they obviously uh, announced the opponents, not when they're going to be played. But, uh, yeah, while this team has a lot of bright future games and matchups ahead, they, they have to add those playmakers, which they will. And Tua is going to have a long offseason of strengthening his game, strengthening his body and mind. And I have the utmost confidence that he's going to do it, Jay. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy that loves to work that uh, – uh, you know, is going to put the time in. He's going to be there, uh, you know, every day. I'm not worried about him going out to the clubs and, uh, uh, you know, spending an offseason uh, partying it up. Uh, you know, I think he's going to be a guy who, you know, he'll be the first guy to to, 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 to be there in the offseason, ready to go, 
you know, ready to study film, ready to work on his craft, ready to, you know, continue again, like we, like we talked about, uh, you know, getting his flexibility back uh, throughout his core and his hip uh, area, continue to strengthen himself, continue to work on, uh, you know, physical side of his game as well as the mental side of his game. Both will improve. This is a young rookie. Lot of career ahead. And you're going to take us to a play. I mean, look, there were turnovers, but that's going to happen. So why don't we break down uh, the next play here a bit later in the game? Yeah, well, look, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, this is a game that, you know, uh, he hadn't been in this situation, uh, you know, yet this season. Okay. He hasn't, he hasn't had to come back from, from behind. Okay, many of the games that he's been in, they've gotten out to leads. They've, uh, you know, held the leads. They've been been able to play with conservative uh, uh, play calling and conservative decision making, uh, you know, by Tua. Uh, that's why his interception rate, you know, had been so low prior to this game. Okay, but, you know, there are times that you got to, you know, get that aggressiveness uh, up a little bit. And here it is, you know, you're, you're down 22 points. It's, you know, you're getting towards the end of the third quarter. Uh, you got to take some chances. You got to, you know, you got to start pushing the ball downfield. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what, you know, they would have done if, uh, if Fitzy was available for this game, uh, you know, how it would have played out uh, if they would have, you know, brought him in, uh, you know, to try and create that spark when they might've done that uh, in this game, uh, you know, before it got out of hand, but uh you know, you see here, I mean, this is not a good look. 0 for 10 third down conversions this game. Okay, not very good. Here it is, third and seven. Okay, and this is another issue that, that Tua needs to work on. Okay, and, and it's, uh, you know, his timing at times is just a little bit off all right, with his receivers. Okay, so his footwork isn't isn't always on time with his receivers. Some, sometimes that happens. Okay, a receiver gets knocked off his route. Okay, and, and and has to adjust a little bit. But those are the things also uh, that he's going to have to work on with his receivers through the offseason. Okay, and those are the things that, uh, you know, in addition to film study, he's got to get with his, his receivers in the offseason, start running routes. Uh, what are we doing on this adjustment? Uh, if you get press man, okay, and you have to, uh, you know, maybe not get your full depth, Okay, but understand the timing of the route, how it matches up with me. Okay, and that's you know where uh, these mistakes may get corrected. Okay, and you can see right here. Okay, Bowden uh, again coming on an in route. Okay, ends up beating his man. Okay, but Tua kind of takes an extra hitch in the pocket right there. Okay, and he wasn't you know he, he didn't feel comfortable enough to pull the trigger on that first hitch right on time, okay, and hit him right out of his break. He had to wait for that second hitch, and his anticipation wasn't, you know, 100%, uh, and he wasn't trusting 100% that he was going to win over here. And those are the things that, you know, the, the QB receiver dynamic uh, has to continue to work on. So that second little hitch, uh, you know, in his step, uh, forces that ball to end up going high on him. Okay, he wasn't in perfect timing, perfect anticipation, ball goes high, okay, and uh, again, real tough catch, uh, uh, you know, possible possible by Bowden, okay, but that's on that's on Tua right there, and uh, he's got to get that ball down in his belly, uh, you know, coming on an inside break like that. Is that a confidence, maybe mental situation there, the hitch, there's a little nervousness there, or, or how do you, right there, it's like, yeah. 
it's almost like uh and you mentioned Fitz. I mean, he's not there. He's not available. So as a guy who knows he can't get pulled, that to me was a little, you know, wish he just said, what the heck? But there was that nervousness there. Well, you know, I don't know if that was nervousness or anything. It was just, uh, you know, not having the trust in, 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 in Bowden to win that. And, you know, you saw that, you know, when, when Fitz came in, uh, you know, he had the third down uh, last week where he hit Ford coming out on, on an out route. Uh, you know, kind of laid it out to him, okay? Now, if you look at it, uh, you know, right up until his break, it looks like he's covered all the way, okay? But, you know, Fitzy trusted him that he was going to win, okay? And he's worked with him, you know, for, you know, for a while, uh, even though Ford's been in and out of the Dolphin organization the last, uh, you know, year or two. Um, you know, he's had that, uh, you know, ability to work with him and, and built that trust factor with him. So he knew, okay, I got to get rid of the ball now before he gets out of his break. Okay, and these are the things, this is this, this is that anticipation of, you know, we talked about it last week of finding the hole in, in uh, you know, those intermediate throws and throwing to the hole and not necessarily, not, not necessarily looking at the man, but looking at the, at the window right, and trusting that your guy is going to, going to, you know, hit that window on time. Okay, and this is another example of it. Okay, where you see, uh, uh, you know, Tua just, uh, uh, you know, double hitch on it and, and and not get the ball out on time. Ball ends up going high. Okay, then again, uh, you know, next interception. All right, this is another one, you know, those intermediate throws where you want to see Tua right, get back. All right, and if he's throwing that intermediate throw, get on his front foot and rip it. Okay, but here uh, you see Tua kind of sit on his back foot and the ball again sails high on him. Now, I don't know if he, uh, you know, it's hard to see on, on the uh, broadcast footage. Okay, I have to see on the on the All-22 really what, you know, Gasicki was looking at and it looked like they were a little bit off, uh, you know, not on the same page with the route uh, and with the angle of his route. Uh, uh, you know, Tua might have thought he was going to stay up the seam and, uh, and Gasicki cut it off a little bit more. Okay, but okay, it was also just a matter of two of throwing a little bit off his back foot, and I've seen that uh, uh, you know from him at times, uh, you know, and I want to just see him, you know, have that confidence to get back there, get his foot in the ground, uh, and drive into his throw and really rip it, uh, you know, down the field. And you know what, the all twenty-two will be interesting to see, specifically much like last week in the Raiders breakdown. You know, when Fitz came in, he let it rip when. Kasiki was like right at shoulder pad length with the defender. You know, there was zero separation at that exact moment of Fitz's arm going back. Yeah. But as the ball intermediately got to Kasiki, it was perfect. And that's what it, we need to see develop. Exactly. And, and, and you see that from two at times, too. And, and, and here we're going to go back. Uh, first uh, drive out of, the, uh, out of halftime. Okay, and this was two at his best. And these are, you know, th this is this is a stretch right here where you say this is the guy that we drafted at number five. Okay, this is the guy that we love, you know, as as our quarterback of the future. He's our franchise right now. Let's get him some weapons at number three, number eighteen. Uh, you know, your, your your picks that you got next year. Okay, to really expand this offense and and get more explosive downfield. Okay, and that's going to help him tremendously. Okay, whether it's you know, a little bit more protection up front. And I think the offensive line did a, did a great job uh, all year long, uh, you know, with with the young unit uh, helping them out, okay? But, 
you know, down the field, getting those playmakers, getting one or two, uh, you know, extra guys that could stretch the field. Okay. Kind of like I had from, you know, my 2000 season, you know, where again, we didn't have the, you know, that downfield playmaker in 2000. And then we drafted Chris Chambers uh, in 2001. Okay. And you see, you saw a, a, a big, uh, you know, development in, in us being able to extend the field, get more downfield throws, uh, get, uh, get defenses uh, to, to sit back a little bit and not, uh, you know, uh, not get all, get, eight, nine in the box, okay, and, and get them softer off of their man coverage, okay, when we were able to hit, the, you know, those, those those big plays downfield, okay. Now here, let's just go back. All right, here you got Tua, okay. This is where he's on time, okay. He's going to anticipate these throws, foot in the ground, balls out, all right, gets it right on Parker, uh, you know, as he's coming back to, back to, as he's looking back to the ball, okay. Great job right there. Okay, come out at halftime. He knows exactly what he got. Parker wins it on the outside. He gets his foot in the ground. No hesitation. Gets the ball out right on time. Okay, going on to the next play. Same thing. Okay, he's going to hit Parker again on a little uh, in route. Okay, but watch his, watch his feet in the pocket. One, two, three, boom. Get it out. Okay, he knew he had him on a little quick in, in, in route. Okay, he took one step, a little shuffle step, and ball was out right as he's coming out of his break. Okay, ball's on him. Okay, he's not waiting to see him come out of his break. The ball was out before uh, Parker turned around. Okay, move it fast forward again. All right, and this is a good, this was, you know, to his best throw of the day. Okay, one, two, three, ball out. Okay, still a little bit off his back foot, which, you know, uh, I'd like to see him get into it a little bit more, but great placement. Okay, gives him gives Parker a chance on those 50-50 balls to go up. Uh, he's got the guy beat. Defender can't can't get his head around. Uh, Parker wins every single time on that. If there was ever a time a moment ago to mention Chris Chambers, here it is. This oh, yeah. is this is eighty four. This is Chris Chambers, and that Absolutely. was my favorite Jay when you would just trust in Chambers, let it rip. And that toe tap on the sidelines was his vintage play. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so that, so that stretch right there, three plays right, with a guy that, you know, we talked about when he first got in, okay, and we, were, we had uh, Rondé Gadsden on, on with us talking about that relationship between quarterback and, and receiver, okay. And, you know, I, I think Tua feels most comfortable with Parker out there and you can see that on those last three plays i like to see him develop a little bit more the same feel that uh, uh that fits he has with kasicki down the middle on the, on on those uh you know seam and and downfield uh, uh throws okay to, to develop that a little bit more and that's something that uh, again you know he's got he's got to work on in the off season. He's got to continue to to to, to get a good feel for these guys. He's got to understand their body language coming out of breaks. He's got to you know work with them on timing of of all their routes that they have in the offense. Uh, and, and just you know speaking on that, I know uh, you know there's been a lot of talk about Chan Gailey and and his offense. Uh, and, and you know I, I think it would be a disservice at this point. Uh, to not keep the con continuity with Tua uh, of the same system, uh, you know, back to back. Okay, especially where he's at in his development. You know, I'd love to see him, uh, 
you know, stay in that same system, understand the system that much more and be so much more comfortable coming out, uh, you know, to start the season next year with the same coordinator, with the same, uh, you know, mentality, with just a few more uh, playmakers on the outside, uh, you know, to really expand the offense with it. You know, I'm really, really glad that you mentioned that, Jake. I had two quick little stats I wanted to queue up that really, you know, they don't mention Chan Gailey, but you have to correlate that to Chan Gailey, added to the fact that they're doing this with no playmakers, essentially. Seventh, sixth, fifth rounders, undrafted guys, second, third tier guys on the roster. The Dolphins finished the season with 31 minutes and 16 seconds, average time of possession per game, which was the team's best mark since 2009. That's very good. And yeah. if we can go down one further, Jay, which I think this is a massively impressive stat considering everything, Miami had 345 first downs this season, tied for the second most since the Dan Marino-led 1991 team. And just to put a comparable, 361 first downs in 2014, 345 first downs in 1995. Same mark as this year with Chan Gailey's offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I think, you know, they have a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of tools to work with and, and they have a lot of assets right now to, to, to build, uh, you know, on that offense. Uh, with the amount of picks that they have uh, coming up in the draft, they still have some cap room, uh, you know, this offseason to go after some free agents uh, if they want to. They got a great culture that they've built uh, over the past couple of years with, with Brian Flores. Uh, you know, right now it's Chris Greer's time. Uh, let's see. Let's see what he could do to to, to continue to build this roster. Uh, you know, get some more playmakers here on offense. Uh, you know, to get some more depth on the O line. Um, you know, maybe add a, a, a premier running back. Uh, you know, to the mix uh, in the backfield. And you know, the, they they got the makings of you know pretty talented offense going forward. If you can match that amazing defense, young defense with a growing, talented, playmaker-filled offense and a second-year quarterback and an offensive line filled of young talent, there's no reason for Dolphin fans to be upset. I'm very happy. I'm thrilled to be doing this show with you, as I mentioned before, Jay. We'll be back on Wednesday to cut some more in-depth tape. And uh, until then, you know, happy football training. I know you got some great stuff working out in Long Island. Anything on, uh, on tap for you training-wise? Uh, yeah, could just continuing on uh, with, with our winter workouts with all the local players here in Long Island. I've got a few uh, college guys that are that are back home right now that I'm working with, uh, uh, doing a great uh, great job uh, with our primetime camps uh, uh, football training, and you know really building now that uh, we got the new year going, 2021. Uh, we're you know got vaccines that that are getting into arms, and uh, you know lots of developments. Uh, on that front, uh, you know, we're really looking forward to getting back uh, to our summer camp business at Brookwood Camps. Uh, it's going to be a great season this uh, this summer, and, uh, you know, we're excited to, to see our kids back out uh, uh, on our fields, on our courts, uh, in our broadcast studio, and, uh, and you know, really getting, uh, you know, that much-needed uh, experience of, of uh, getting away, getting outside, uh, you know, getting that social uh, uh, impact again. 100% well said. And of course, a happy and a healthy 2021 to everybody out there. Thank you for watching, for going on over to finmaniacs.com. We got plenty more for you. It is mock draft 
season. Not just Chris Greer. All of us fantasy GMs, we're going to have some fun playing GM. So thanks, Jay. We'll be back Wednesday. Have a good week, everybody.